Okay, so we are up to the bottom of Daf Kufi Zayin Amabez. We are five lines from the bottom, up to the Mishnah. Today's Daf is Daf Kufi Ches. Zokt the Mishnah. As we move along in the halachos of the Pesach Seder, which we will be sitting down to, Bez Hashem, in one week from Matzi Shabbos, one week from tomorrow night. Here we go. Then we have the third cup of the Dalit Kaisas poured. And after it's poured, so the we, we make a bracha on the Mizainus. Okay, what does it mean the Mizainus? It's not talking about Kiddush and Shul. This is talking about the third cup is drunk following the we, we eat the food and then by Brichas Hamazan we drink the third cup. That's when we drink it by the Brichas Hamazan, as we learned earlier in the Mesech. Ravi. Then we have the fourth cup of wine. Goymer Sahal. Over the fourth cup of wine, we recite the rest of Halal. Remember, we, what we learned yesterday is that the first part of Halal was said during the Agadah. Now we're going to complete the Halal. And we also say Birchas Hashir, the bracha of the song. Okay, anybody have any clue what that is? Not yet. We're going to have to wait. We're going to get a little bit of a sneak peek, but we'll get there. To explain what this is. Between cup three and cup four, you're allowed to drink between uh, between these cups. This is I'm sorry, this is not talking about cup three and four. This is talking about between one and two and two and three. But you're not allowed to drink any extra wine between the third cup and the fourth cup. Why? A few reasons. Okay, the Rashbam brings down that if you that once a person's drunk three cups, the fourth cup, which is supposed to be the final cup, can really knock you out. And if you drink between cup three and four, so then you're not going to be able to say halal appropriately. Okay? Not going to be able to say it appropriately. If you drink a little earlier, so then when you get to the end, you'll still be okay. But once you drink your third cup, the drink after that, between the third and fourth, will make you not possible will make it more difficult for you to, to say halal appropriately. Okay. Zok to Gemara. You learn from here, if the third cup is being said on the meal, so you learn from our Mishnah that you need to say on the cup. Remember, we had this discussion earlier, about two weeks ago. Uh, there was a uh, there was a machoikis about this. Amar Lei, Rabbi says back to him, not necessarily. Arba Kasi the four cups were established the way of Chiris, Kochad, Vachad, Nabed, Be Mitzvah. And therefore, it's not that you have to say Birchas Amazon Alakais. It's the opposite. You work the other way. There's four cups. The third cup, once you're drinking it, you might as well do it while you're performing a different mitzvah. But it's not like there's a actual Chiv here. Ravi, by the fourth cup. Gaimer Lavasahal. We said that you say Halel over the fourth cup once it's poured. Vaimer Lav Birchas Ashir. And you say the bracha of the shir. Now we turn to today's daf. Here we go. My brachas shir. What in the world is that? What is the brachas shir that we're saying over the fourth cup? Rabbi Yudaimer, Rabbi says, Ya halalucha Hashem eleikenu. Hakomasecha. Which is the end of halal. And that's called the brachas shir. Why? Because it's a song with a bracha in it. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, Nishmas kol chai. He says, Birchas Ashir 
is the bracha of Nishmas, which discusses everything that Hashem creates, ultimately calls out and sings out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Nishmas should be recited over the fourth cup. Lamaisa, we say both. Practically, you open up your Haggadah, we do both when the fourth cup, with the fourth cup in front of us. Okay, let's keep talking about this last cup. And what I want to uh, just remind ourselves is that, remember a few weeks ago we focused... Uh, we, we mentioned that the first part of the Seder is established as Yitzias Mitzrayim. And then once you get after Shulchan Eirich, the, the second two cups, the third cup and the fourth cup, and the end of the Seder are really focused on the times of Mashiach. Right? It's focused on the same way we left Mitzrayim, because Baruch Hu is going to redeem us in the future as well. So just keep that in mind, that you know we're now in this part of the Seder where we're not just focusing on Yetzirah Mitzrayim, we're really focusing on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's personal involvement, the Siyat HaDishmaya, the, the constant involvement that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has in each of our lives while we're in Golas, and that He ultimately will take us out of the Gula. A lot of that mindset is now going to be developed for us over here on today's daf, a lot of beautiful gemaras. Let's get going. Tan Rabbanan, the rabbis learn. So should we revi garmer lavas halal on the third cup? You say halal and you say the halal hagodol, the big halal, the great halal. What's that? We don't know yet. Divi Rabbi Tarfin. These are the words Rabbi Tarfin. The Yeshayimrim. Some say Hashem roi leyachzer. That you say the you say Hashem Yachsar, which is the Mizmar Ladavid, which we say at Shalashudis. It's also very common to say uh, this is this is often said at Levias, at funerals. Okay. So um, what are we saying? Hashem Yachsar, even in my, my time of Tsaris, I'm never gonna lack because takes care of everything. Now Mehechan Halagodo, what is this Halal Hagodo? What is the Halagodo? And it's interesting that we're, that according to the Yesh Imrim. Hashem roi loyachsar, that Hashem is my shepherd and I'm, I'm not lacking, is, is the greatest praise. Okay? Once there's a halal gadol, psh, that's, uh, that's what is worthwhile saying the fourth cup over. The one says you say it over Mizmar Ledavid. He holds that this Mizmar Ledavid is mom is huge, okay? Mehechan halal gadol, where does halal gadol start? Reviewed by Reviewed, it says, Mehaydu valnaris babel. It starts from Haydu and it goes until Haydu Hashem kitoi v'kilo adam chazdoi. And it goes until Al Nares Baba. All right, what is this, what, what is that? So those, are, if people aren't familiar with Tehillim, it's actually going from Kuf Lamed Vav to Kuf Lamed Zion. Okay, you're going from one capital of Tehillim directly into another. Rabbi Yechonaim, Rabbi says, 136, 137. Rabbi says, Mi Shira Malus Al Nares Baba. You start from Shira Malus until Al Nares Baba, which is two chapters of Tehillim earlier. Capital Kuf Lamed Dal. You start from which is the middle. That's capital Kuf Lamed Hey, 135. Okay, so we have this, these kapitlach, these chapters of Tehillim that are side by side, and to put all these Tehillims together is called the Great Halo. Why are these kapitlach? Why are these chapters of Tehillim? Kapitel is Yiddish for chapters, yeah? Why are these chapters of Tehillim, these paragraphs? Called and it talks and it talks about the scribes how Baruch Hu constantly gives 
to every creation. A human being doesn't die from starvation. An animal does not die from starvation. There could be other factors that lead to starvation. But ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is a discussion in and of itself. Ah, you see, okay, talk about it at a different time. But we say, when we say in Asher, you open your hand, and you give to every human being whatever they need. It's not a prayer for it, it's a statement. Hashem, you open your hand and you take care of everybody. Now, how do you know that this, this and this is the greatest praise to HaKadosh Baruch Says the Gemara, Amr of Yeshua Levi. Right, we say this. Uh, we say this particularly, most commonly on Shabbos morning, in Pesuk uh, Zimra. We say the Haidu. There's 26 Haidus. Very interesting, right? We're praising Hashem. We're singing to Hashem. Why 26? Why is there 26 Haidus? Because there's 26 generations that Baruch created the world. And the Torah was not yet given. We know, we know the Torah will keep the world going. Well, the Torah wasn't given to us until Moshe Rabbeinu. So what, what, on what did the world exist for the first 26 generations? Baruch still sustained the world with his chesed. How do you know the 26 generations? Do the math. Ten generations from Adam to Noach. Ten generations from Noach until Avram. So that's 20, right? Yitzchak is 21, Yaakov's 22, Levi is 23, and Levi was Moshe Rabbeinu's great-grandfather. Moshe Rabbeinu's father was Amram, Ben Kahas, uh, ben, ben, ben Yitzar, Ben Levi. So Moshe Rabbeinu was fourth generation. So he, there was 26 generations until Moshe Rabbeinu, until the Torah was given. What did the world, what was it sustained upon? The chesed of, uh, the chesed of, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Amar Rav Chista, Rav Chista says, What do you mean, that Hashem, uh, praise Hashem, and thank Hashem, for He's good. What does that mean? Thank you, Hashem, for being toveya, for claiming a person's, I'll translate it literally, for claiming what a person owes with physical things meaning none of us are perfect and we know there's a Gemara elsewhere this is a very very important Gemara there's a Gemara elsewhere that says that if a person says HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Mevater HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't care about our sins or our actions it's being a terrible mistake okay? you quiet him down he doesn't know he, 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 you don't get it as much as Hashem loves us part of loving somebody is giving limits and boundaries, a structure. That's part of it. Otherwise, it's a free-for-all. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. And part of what Hashem does is there's going to be consequences at times when we do things that, that are wrong. There's going to be consequences. However, since Hashem loves us, you know what He does? Instead of taking away our Olam Haba, Instead, Hashem does like this. Ashir ba'ashray. Ashir b'shayri, I'm sorry. A person who's wealthy, Hashem says, you know what you did in Avera? I'm going to have your ox die. Your ox. I'll take your ox. That'll be your kapora. Even though an Avera transcends physical things and has a much broader day, Hashem says, you know what? Instead of taking about that, all right, your ox will die. Ves'ani b'shayri. 
a poor person, a sheep, somebody's very poor, they'll lose it, their egg will crack, find the blood spot, you can't eat it, you know. A manabatanagalusa, a widow with her head. Basically, when we say Hashem ki taiv, you know what that means? Thank you, Hashem. That even though we fall and we sin, you only collect our debt from us in the easiest way possible, in the way that it's easiest for us. Um says, to earn a parnasa is double as hard as having a baby. Don't tell that to women. All right? Earning a livelihood is double as hard as having a baby. By a woman who gives birth, it says there's going to be etzef, there's going to be pain, there's going to be suffering. When it comes to earning a living, it's plural. Okay? It's multiple. To, to earn a parnasa is harder than bringing a Mashiach. A Malach is going to help bring the, the redeem us. Malach Ba'alma is an angel. The, the keys of Parnasa are directly in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels that he himself needs to bring Parnasa. That it can't happen through a Malach. What you see from here is something so precious that the Geula is... HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want to make it difficult for the Geula to come. And then Baruch Hu says, I'm not, I'm not even going to hold the keys to the Geula. I'm going to, give my, I'm going to give the keys to the Mashiach, to the redemption, to a Malach. I'll give it to a Malach. The Geula is going to be so prepared for us to have it that as soon as we, as, as soon as we become worthy... There's a malach there to give it to us. It doesn't have to go all the way up to HaKadosh Baruch. Amr Bishuv and Levi. Bishuv and Levi says, B'Shosh Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ladman Hashem's told Adam V'Kaitz V'Dadar Tatsvi Allah, thorns and sisals, you're going to have to work for and they'll grow for you. Zagul of Demais. Adam started to cry, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Adam, you want food, you're going to have to go work for it. Adam started to cry. Amr Lefanov and Adam said in front of Hashem, Master of the entire world. How can I be like a donkey? We're eating together, eating from the same bowl. When I told him, no, it's going to be different. You're going to eat a donkey's going to eat, but donkey's going to have a bowl, and you're going to go sweat and plow the field. Niskar literally means he cooled off. He cooled off. It made it easier for him, okay? Meaning, very interesting, the Mepharshim say, Adam was was satisfied, or pacified, that's a better word. Adam was pacified that even though he'll have to work, he'll be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor. And instead of a human being eating like an animal and just wandering over, wandering over to a, uh, a feeding bowl, Instead of being like that, we'll have, we'll plow, but then we could sit down to a respectful meal, a kabbadik meal. Okay. Amr Bishub and Levi, Amr Lakish, says he's happy to be different than an animal. Ashreinu im amdu berishaynu. Okay. Uh, praiseworthy, fortunate are we, im amdu berishaynu. If 
we never would have sinned in the first place. But even so, we haven't been totally thrown out. Because we still eat directly from food that Hashem gives us. Okay? The, the crops, the vegetables, things that grow from the ground, it comes out and we're, 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 in a way he's pointing out, Rishim is pointing out a beautiful idea in that even though there is a curse to work the field, the food still comes to us through miraculous ways. It's still miraculous. And you could, and you could see the, the Yad Hashem the hand of Hashem in each and everything. Amr of Shizbi Mishmaid of Allah Ben Azari Shizbi says the name of Allah Ben Azari Koshma Azam Shadam Kriyas Yamsu. It's hard to make a living like it is to split the sea. Hashem gives bread to all living beings. Zusamechle and the guys are Yamsuf Ligzarim. Okay, that same word of uh, it says Hashem who divides the Hashem who divides the Yamsuf. Okay, so um, the. Gemara seems to be implying that Naisein Lechem Lechol Basar is, I'm assuming the connection here is not so clear as to how this is a proof, but I'm assuming that Naisein Lechol Basar, when Hashem individually, directly is giving food to all living beings, and then it says only afterwards Hashem who divided the sea, so we're going to say the bigger miracle first. That's what I'm assuming is the proof from this. Okay? When a person's digestive system is not working, that is a very painful day, like death, and the tsarist that we were in before the splitting of the sea. Shinamrath, it says, oh, It's my bar mitzvah, Parsha, Parsha Shaifta. All right? From... Uh, something which is narrow to something that is expanded. And then it says, Right? Okay, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He split the sea. The Yamu Galov and the waves went uh, went berserk. Yeah, they, they were out of control when HaKadosh Baruch Hu drowned the Mitzrim. Okay? So you see that Opening up something that's small, referring to the digestive system, to function properly and to expel, uh, to expel excrement, is as big of a miracle as Kriyas Yamsuf, which is something to think about, right? We talk about the Yamsuf and the Rang, it's true, but our digestive system is a miracle as well. We have to see the Yad Hashem every time a person uh, uses the bathroom. We should, we should view it like this is uh, an unbelievable thing. And Rav Sheish says the name of Rabbi Lozab ben Azariah. Speaking this out in my halacha shir on uh, Sunday night in Mirza Shem. We're going to have a shir on Hilchas Pesach this Sunday evening at 8 o'clock. It says, anybody who embarrasses the Yadais, anybody who embarrasses the Yamim Taivim, as if he serves says, You should not make for yourself these gods. You should protect the Chag Hamatzis. Now, what's this idea of of Mavazas uh, Mayadis referring to Cholamoid? Cholamoid, a person has to give honor 
to uh, Cholamayid. And it's near like Kemasecha. So, Mirza Shem, Sunday night, for those who are able to join us, we'll get into the explanation as to, you know, uh, what exactly uh, is the direct connection. But what we see over here is that you have a Yom Tif, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's a meeting time between us and Hashem. If we turn away from the meeting time and we say, Hashem, I don't want to be with you right now. I've got other things to do. I don't care about the respect of Yom Tif, and I don't care about the respect of Cholamayit. Moed means it's a meeting. So I'm walking out. I'm walking off the stage. I'm walking out of a meeting between, between me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is as if I'm serving idol. What, what else is more important than our meeting with Hashem? Anybody who speaks Lashon Hara, or anybody who accepts Lashon Hara. Now remember, Lashon Hara means it's true. Lashon Hara is true. If it wouldn't be true, it's called Maitzi Shemra. Anybody who speaks true gossip, true, but it's still gossip, or I accept it. Anybody who testifies falsely about his friend. Roy Lashlicha Club is fit to be sent to the dogs. What do you act like an animal for? Shinamar, as it says, La Kelev It says, La Okay, this is talking about trefa meat. The halacha is, we reward the dogs, we enter the dogs, Uksiv Basrei, and there's a verse near it that says, You should not accept Lashon Hara. The Karibay, Laisasi. It also means that it should not be accepted. Okay? Zog the Gemara, Bechimeachar Dikahala Gadol. And now that we said Halagodol is very Choshuv, Anan, us, my time Amrinon Hai, why do we say the regular Halal? Okay? Well, in other words, we should always say Halagodol. If Halagodol is so great, we should always say Halagodol. Anamatamrinon Hai, and for the Gemara, Mishum Shiesh Bechamish Devarim Halalu, because a regular Halal. Has five things: Yitzias Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf, Tchias Amesim, Amatan Torah, Tchias Amesim, VeChevloi Shal Mashiach, and the birth pangs of Mashiach. Yitzias Mitzrayim. How do you know that a regular hal discusses Yitzias Mitzrayim? Dechsev B'Tzeis Romi Mitzrayim. It says B'Tzeis Romi Mitzrayim. Uksev Ukriyas Yamsuf. Dechsev Hayomra Vayonis. The sea saw Vayonis and it ran away. Amatan Torah. Dechsev Aharim Rok Tuchelim. The mountains. Dance like Elam, like Rams. Tchias Amesim, Tchsev as Halech Lefnei Hashem. I walk before Hashem in the land of the living. Ba'artzay Sachayim. So that's referring to Tchias Amesim. Chevlo Yishol Mashiach. Tchsev Leilanu Hashem Leilanu. It says Leilanu Hashem Leilanu. V'Yomar Avichnon. What does that mean? What is? Don't do it for us. What's that referring to? Amar Avichnon Leilanu Hashem Leilanu Zushibud Malchias. It's referring to the Tsaris of being in Galus. This is the battle of the famous war, which we know is going to take place prior to the coming of Mashiach. Okay? There's a famous quote out there uh, from the Vilna Gain. Other people have a different quote from the Chavetz Chaim, but the Vilna Gain apparently holds, uh, has a writing somewhere that says the battle of Gagumagag is going to kill a majority of the world, then it's going to take 12 seconds. Seder? He wrote this in uh, the late 1700s. And people thought he was nuts. How's it possible? You're going to have, now we know how it's possible. Yeah, now we have atomic energy, we have all this, these things that Taka, it's, it's incredible how so fast so many, uh, so much 
can be destroyed. Uh, it's also separately it's said from the Chafetz Chaim, not necessarily about the Battle of Gagel Magag, but it's known that the Chafetz Chaim said in the early 30s that there's going to be three wars. He said World War One. it was number one, and he told the people in the early 30s there's going to be a second war. He didn't say when it would happen, but we're assuming that it was World War Two. And he said after the second war, Klal Yisrael is going to go in mass to America and the United States is going to be the last stop before the coming of Mashiach. That's known uh, from the uh, from the Chavetz Chaim. So it's after this we're uh, on to uh, we're on to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Hashem. Nachman Yisrael, Nachman Yisrael says, Another reason why we mention a regular halal is because it talks about the neshamas leaving Gehenim, Shemar, Ano Hashem, Altenavshi. Please, Hashem, save my neshama. Chizki, Amar Chizkiya says, Rebnei Sheyeshba Yeridasan Shal Tzadikim, Lekibshaz Naish, Val Yasumi Menu. In halal, it hints too, it talks about Tzadikim having a fall, referring to Hananiah, Mishal, Azaria. the Rashbam says, these three prophets, uh, prophets, who were thrown into a flame and ultimately were saved. Yuri Dasan, where does Halal talk about them going down? Because it says, Lailanu Hashem Lailanu, Amar Hananya, Hananya, Yishol Vazar, Hananya says, Ki l'shimcha tein chavay. In your name, I'm going to give covet, I'm going to go into the fire. Amar Mishol, Mishol said, I'm sorry. Amar Hananya, Ki l'shimcha tein chavay. Amar Mishol, I'm reading this wrong. Let me start again. Leilanu Hashem Leilanu Amar Hananya. Okay, that's how it goes. Leilanu Hashem Leilanu, don't do this for our sake. That's what Hananya says. Ki l'shem chaten kavayid Amar Mishol. For your name, I'm going to give covet, give honor, that's Mishol. Achaz l'amitecha Amar Azariya. That's what Azariya says. L'amar yamru agayim amru kulam. And the verse of what are the nations going to say? Why are they going to say, "Oh, where's your Hakadosh Baruch Hu? All of them said it together. And all three of them were saved in the furnace, saved from the fire. They came out alive. Omar Hanani, when they came out, Hanania says, "Shabchu, halu es Hashem kol goyim." Omar Hanania, shabchu kol umim. Omar Mishael, kigavar leilu chazdai. That Hashem's kindness is overwhelming. It's too much. Omar Azaria, v'em Hashem la'elam. They all said Hashem is eternal and true. Some say it was the Malach Gavriel who came down and said that last person, now that, that last Pasuk. Now where did the Malach Gavriel come from? We know Hananiah, Mishol, Vazari. These three prophets were sent down into the furnace. And they came out of the furnace and they said some Sukkim when they went down. And some Sukkim when they came up. Where does the Malach Gavriel come into the picture? Where did he come from? Says the Gemara, when Avinu threw when Nimrod, the wicked king Nimrod threw Avram Avinu into the furnace. Right, we're familiar with that story. Avram was a kid, and he his father sold gods. Yeah, it's well known. When his father, Avram Avinu's father was Terach, and he had a god store. He would sell gods. Yeah, when somebody would ask Terach how you doing, he would say thank gods. That's what he would say. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot of gods. So. It's well known, the Medrash tells us, that Terach once went out of town, he gave his store to young Avram, and Avram said this whole thing's baloney, and he broke all the, all the Avedezaras, all the sculptures that his father was selling, and he left the biggest one 
uh, standing, put an axe in the hand, and Terach comes back and he says to Abram, where's all my gods? What happened? What happened? I mean, he says, listen, I, I'll tell you, you know, pops, a lady came in to give a flower offering and they all started fighting. They, they were all so hungry. They started fighting over the flower and they were each grabbing it until the biggest, fattest one took an axe and just killed the rest. So Terach says, Avram, you're kidding around. These things don't move. So Avram says, oh, these things don't move. You don't believe me. They ate some flour and you think they created the world? What type of stupidity is that? That's what he tells his father. So Terach doesn't know what to respond. He takes Avram Avinu to the wonderful King Nimrod, right? Nimrod. And he says to Nimrod, what should I do with my kid? What should I do with my kid? Nimrod starts talking to Avram. He says, Avram knew. Vazogs do, what do you say? Armin says, I think this whole thing's crazy. Nimrod says, well, I worship fire. Armavinu says, why do you worship fire? Why don't you worship water that puts out fire? Water is stronger than fire. Nimrod says, okay, you're right, kid. I worship water. Armina says, great. Well, then why don't you serve the oceans that supply the water? Says, good idea. Armina says, well, then why don't you supply the clouds? Why don't you, you, you serve the clouds? Why don't you serve the mountains? Why don't you serve the wind? And he, ke- he keeps going in order, yeah? Each thing overrides that. The, the, the wind blows the clouds. And, uh, he's playing games with Nimrod. Until finally Nimrod says, Shanganug, enough. I'm going back to worshiping fire. Fine. And he throws Avram Avinu into the furnace to prove that fire is the most powerful thing that exists. And people need to worship fire. So Avram goes down into the furnace. And here's what happens. Amar Gabriel of Neyakadosh Baruch Gabriel says in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rebani Shleilam, Listen, he says to Hashem, they're throwing Avram, this kid, into the furnace. I got to go save him. Hashem says, I am Yachid and Avram Avinu is Yachid. He believes in one. Therefore, you're right. Instead, I myself should be the one who goes and saves Avram Avinu. Omar Gabriel says, Gabriel says, okay, God, you save this one. Because you're one and he's one. But in the later generations, when there's going to be three prophets only at the furnace, then it's my turn. I want to save them. It is. Gabriel doesn't want to give up on the schus. Through these three prophets, into the furnace. your kami, who is the angel of hail. Okay, so now you know hail has an angel. Everything's got a malach, right? Now what is a malach? Something that represents the rutzon Hashem. So your kami is the uh, the uh, malach. Of hell, he says, Let me go down and I'll bring hail and cool. I'll put out the fire and I'll be able to save all these prophets because hail is stronger than flames, right? I'm like, Gabriel, Gabriel says, No, 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 it's my turn. I got first dibs. I called that, you know, you're in a big family with a bunch of kids. How does it work? I call that, I call that chair first, you know, I call that. Yeah, everybody, he, he says, I got first dibs over here, up for grabs. 
you're in charge of bar. Everybody knows that what if not only that, you're the wrong person to do it. Because if you bring down rain and it puts out the furnace and that's what saves them, nobody's going to notice Hashem. They're going to say, oh, natural events. Natural events happened and the water put out the fire and that's why they were saved. I am the angel of fire. I'm going to go into the fire and cool it off from them from the inside. And allow the burning to happen on the outside. Okay, meaning, says the Rajbam, I'm going to save those who are inside the fire and hurt and burn those who made the fire on the outside. That'll be a, that, that'll be a zach. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a trick. That's something to do. That's an is for Saychneis. I'm like a Baruch Hu raid. Because Baruch says to Gabriel Beseder, you got it. And that's what we mean when Gabriel, remember the question was, where did Gabriel come from? These three prophets went down, they came out, where is Gabriel coming from? Answer is, because of this deal that he made with HaKadosh Baruch Hu at the time that Am was put into the furnace, and now he's the one coming down, he's standing there by the fire, and he comes down, he saves them, and he says, V'emes Hashem la'ilam, which you know ends Halaluka, and this is all the first part of Halal. This is fascinating. When I show up to Pesach in one week and recite Halal, my mind's going to explode. All these Gemaras and all the words and the meaning of all this is, is unbelievable. Here we go. Rav Nassim, Amar Rav Nassim says, The MS Hashem La'ilam. The MS Hashem La'ilam. Hashem is true forever. Listen to this. You know who else said this? Dogim Shabayam Amruhu. The fish in the Yamsuf. Said, What's going on? What's this story? Yeah, we got the story with Gabriel and Avram Avinu and Ham Shabazai. Listen to this story, it's beauty. Klaal Yisrael had some Amuna to work on. Okay, now how do you know that they were they had Amuna to work on? I they believed in Yitzhak time, yeah, but when they came to the Yamsuf, we, we, we were shaking in our pants. Right? We're very scared. It says, we came to the Yamsuf, the water's in front of us, the Egyptians are behind us, the angels are on top of us, the angel of Esau. We're like, hey, it was stuck, right? What does it mean that, that they rebelled against Hashem by the Yamsuf? Chazor rebelled against Hashem. And they oh, before they said, Geshem Shonu even after they walked through the Yamsuf, you hear this? There were Yidin that walked through the splitting of the sea and they still said, oh, but the Mitzim are right behind us. If we went through, it must be the Mitzim went through too. I'm like, Baruch told the angel of the seas, plight ice on the Abosha, spit out the Egyptians onto dry land so that the Jewish people who are nervous that the Mitzim are also still going to chase them. You know, they went through this trauma. They'll be able to see the dead Mitzvah. So the angel of the sea says to God, No, it's not fair. Listen to what he says to God. You're in charge. I'm the servant. Why are you asking me for stuff? The servant doesn't have anything. Usually the master takes care of the servant. The servant doesn't take care of the master. And then you're taking it away? And if you're going to give me something, talking about the Mitzrayim, why are you taking it away? 
You give somebody a present. Yeah, take this cup. Give it back. What's that? Because you just gave me the mitzvah. Why are you telling me to spit them out? If you're gonna give it to me, give it to me. It's not what it was. Was games? Spit them out, and I'll give you back one and a half times of what you have right now. Is there a... He's, <laughs> says the Yamsuf, the angel of the Yamsuf, very nice that you're going to pay me back one and a half times the amount. But guess what? You ever lend $5 to somebody who says they could borrow $5? $100? Not a gift. Somebody says, can I borrow $5? Say, sure. Here's $5. They never pay you back. Are you going to ask them for the 5 bucks? Probably not. Probably not. Why not? Okay, I'm not. I don't know. Putting myself in an uncomfortable situation for five dollars. Says the Yamsuf to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, You're telling me to spit out the mitzvah, and you pay me back one half times the amount of mitzvah. If you forget, I what am I going to do? I, I'm too embarrassed to remind you. I'm too embarrassed. I, I, I'm never going to ask you for it. Amar Lai. HaKadosh Baruch who says to the angel of the Yamsuf, Nachal Kishon Yeheli Arid. Nachal Kishon will be my guarantor. Okay? So, Nachal uh, Kishon will, uh, will uh, sit as my guarantee. Miyad Polis Ali Abashim. Ubo Yisrael Baro Oisam. Kaisal saw the Mitzvah. Shemar as it says, Yisrael saw the Egyptians uh, dead on the dry land. Okay, let's get into this story a little bit. Hashem told the angel of the sea to spit them out or pay him back one and a half times what? Like, they'll send them more dead Mitzrim? What, what do you mean I'll pay you back one and a half times? What does that even mean? Says the Gemara. Parai took 600, we'll call them tanks. Tanks. Nowadays, they got the, you know, back then they had chariots. The Paro took his, his uh, you know, took his uh, military with him. By Sisra, who was the king of Canaan, um, ultimately, he was killed out by Devarim and Barak. We'll get into that a little bit as well. Uh, by him, it says, Barza, that he was destroyed with 900 of the top tanks. Okay? And they, how were they destroyed? By being put back into the Yamsuf. So, by putting back into the Yam. So, you see, the, the sea originally had 600 chariots with all the officers. And in later generations, 900 chariots, one and a half times, ultimately were destroyed in a way that it protected Claudio. What's that story of Sisera? So listen to this. Sisera was this, this uh, terrible king who did many bad things to Claudio. 
Ki Asra Sisra of Asalayu Bidikri de Parzala. Sisra and his army came with a lot of iron metal. Okay, a lot of weapons. And Akadosh Baruch Hu started moving around astronomy, the stars, from their normal orders. That the heavens fought against Sisera. And once the stars got involved, Well, the stars, all they did was, this is amazing, they came a drop closer to that place on the globe where Sisera and his army was, a drop closer, and suddenly all their metal started to heat up and melt. So they said, oh, what are we going to do? All our iron, our chariots, our weapons all start to melt. Let's go jump into the Kishon River to cool off. Oh, you're my guarantor for the Amsof. Let's get going. All right? Go pay up. Drown them all and brought them into the sea. As it says, swept them away. What is the old river? Right? This was the original river that the Nachal Kishon is acting as the guarantor. At that moment when they, these soldiers came back to the Am, the fish of the sea said, oh, God pays back. God, t- ultimately, it might be generations later. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings perfection. God pulls through um, at the right time, which is also a very important yesod, a very important foundational idea. And that is sometimes we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to pay us back at a certain time. And the answer is, Hashem's not our employee. Yeah? Because Baruch Hu doesn't clock in for us. Because Baruch Hu has his plan. We're part of that plan. And sometimes it could be generations later. However, however, Akadosh Baruch Hu's plan works out. Okay. Gavaldik. Let's get back into Halal and understand the Psukim of Halal so that when we show up on, Rosh, on, uh, on Pesach and future Ashkadesh and Yom Tovim, we'll have a greater understanding of these of these uh, psukim in the Torah, uh, in uh, in Halal and Tehillim. Here we go. Om Rav Shemalakish, Rav Shemalakish says, "My dachsev, my shivi, akaras abayis." What does it mean that Hakadosh Baruch Hu changes around the ikaras abayis, the main part of the home? Om Rakanesol, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Klai is all set in front of Hashem, Rebbeinu Shalom, Creator of the world, Master of the world. Samuni benachik cholda zu, your children have made me like a cholda, like a weasel. Hadara bi karibotim. That lives in foundations of homes. What does that mean? Darash Rava. Rava says, What does it mean? Ahavti. I love when Hashem hears me. When am I loved to you? When do you show love to me? That's what we ask Hashem. At a time, when we daven, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love is awakened, when we reach out to Him for a relationship. And at a time where I am dalaisi, poor, 
and Hakadosh Baruch Hu brings us salvation. Omer Knesset Yisrael, Kol Yisrael says the Pesach of Baruch Hu, Rebbeinu Shalom, Afal Pisha Dala Ani B'Mitzvos, even though I am poor in mitzvos, Lecha Ani, I still, no matter even when I'm lacking mitzvos, I'm still with you. Veli Noel Yeshia, and it is fitting for you to listen to my prayers and to save me. Omer of Kana of Kana says, Kishachala Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yosi. When Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yosi became sick, Shalach Rabbi Rabbi sent to him, Emor Lanu Shnai Mushlech Devarim. Please tell us over two or three pieces of Torah, two or three different Torah. Shalmarti Lanu Bishum Avicha. That you can tell us in the name of your father, Rabbi Yosi. Shalach Rabbi Shmuel sent back to him, Kachamar Abba. This is what my father told me. This is what my father taught me. All the nations should praise Hashem. What does that mean? Where, where, where are the nations, where are the Goyim? Where are the nations of the world praising Hashem? It means like this. The nations of the world also should be praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu because they have, says the Rashbam, they have also constant miracles on a daily basis. There's miracles that come to everybody. And therefore, how is Hashem called Goyim? Yes, Kalei Yisrael might have a unique, special relationship with Kalei Yisrael. But every human being is obligated to praise Hashem and be grateful to Kalei Yisrael for the miracle. How much more so Kalei Yisrael, who has an even closer relationship to Kalei Yisrael, do we need to, do we need to thank and praise Hashem? And furthermore, in the future, the Mitzrim are going to bring a present to Mashiach. And Mashiach is going to say, no thank you. I don't need your presence. But HaKadosh Baruch is going to tell Mashiach, take the present from Mitzrayim. Because even though they kept Yisrael slaves, they hosted the Jewish nation. Miyad Yasoyu Hashmanim Minei Mitzar. And it'll be brought, Yasoyu brought Hashmanim, the presence, Mini Mitzrayim from the hands of Mitzrayim. Nasa Kush, Kalvachomer Ba'atzma. And once we uh, Mashiach accepts the present from Mitzrayim, so Kush is going to the land of Kush. Okay, which can be Ethiopia possibly, is going to, it's a very large area of land, a very large country, is going to make a Kavachomer. And they're going to say, Listen, the Mitzrim, yeah, they were hosts, but they enslaved Kal Yisrael, Kach, and Mashiach accepted their presence. Kush never put the Jews into uh, slavery. Like Oshkane, how much more so? I'm like, Baruch Baruch is going to say to Mashiach, Again, keep in mind what we started out today with. And that is, the second half of the Seder deals with not only the leaving of uh, the leaving of Mitzrayim, it's yes, Mitzrayim, but also what's going to be, right, in the future. So I'm like, Baruch Hu, keep on Mehem, because Baruch is going to tell Mashiach, take their present too. Immediately, Kush is going to bring whatever's in their hands as a present to Hashem. So Rome is going to make Kavachaymer. And Kush. 
who are not related to Klal Yisrael Kach, they're, they're, the Mashiach's accepting their gifts. Anu, she'anu achayim, we who are cousins, because we know that Rome is Edom, who is Esav, so we're related, we're first cousins. B'nai Yisrael, B'nai Yankov, we're B'nai Esav, first cousins, ah, we're related, yeah, we're Meshpucha, like Koshke, and how much more so will, Mitzray, will Mashiach accept our present? Gavriel, because Rav is going to say to Gavriel, Ga'ar Chayas Kone. Go get angry with the Chayas Kone. Okay? Um, meaning, make sure that we have no relationship with the Romans. We'll explain what these words mean. Ga'ar Chaya Uknei which means give Musr to the Chaya, to the wild animal. And take for yourself the Yidin. Meaning, get rid of them and make sure you stand with Klal Yisrael. I'm sorry. Another Bshad is, Rebuke the Kone. Give Musr to the, the wild uh, animals that are in the Kone, in the reeds. That are living amongst the reeds. This is referring to Rome, as we're about to show. The Chazir, the PIG, okay, um, of the Ya'ar, of the forest, goes and hurts. Everything is written with one pen. What does it mean with one pen, with one drop of ink? Meaning that... All you need is to have Rome on one side and Klal Yisrael on the other side and everybody's going to, uh, the Romans in particular, are going to still be against Klal Yisrael. Adas Avirim Be'egli Mayim. What does it mean? There's going to be a gathering of Avirim, those who are strong. Be'egli, with the calves of the nations. What does that mean? Sheshachtu Avirim Kagolom Sheim Lehem Balim. This is referring to... Um, the uh, those that tried to kill out Klal Yisrael, like calves, like young animals that don't have any owners to protect them, people are just going to go and try to slaughter Jews. Miss Rapes Beratze Kosef, who opens its hand for all sorts of money, yeah, they'll, they'll accept bribes. They nice and ruts in the but even after they accept the bribe, they're not necessarily going to follow through on what they agreed with. Pizar amim karavais. The word pizor means to be spread out. The spread out nations want to be close. What does that mean? Why is Klaisal spread out amongst the nations of the world? It's because Klal Yisrael stopped acting like Yidin and we tried to come close and behave like the nations of the world. Because Broca says, listen, you want to start acting like them? You want to start being like them? Okay, you're now going to go out and be among them. And he also sent them as follows. Again, they, Rabbi Yishmol, Rabbi Yaisi is very sick. So they sent to him, please teach us a few teachings of your father that you never taught us before, before you pass away. So, so far he told us two, now we're on to number three. And he also responded with another teaching. And he said, Large shooks, large marketplaces in Rome. 
And each one of these 365 marketplaces has 365 forts, okay, protective uh, walls. And each one of these these uh, walls or forts, protective walls, has 365 steps. On each one of these steps, there's enough food uh, in these marketplaces, even to, protect, to, to keep the whole world going. I'm Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi. Rabbi Shmuel uh, said to Rabbi, some say it was Rabbi Shmuel, but Rabbi Yaisi, Hani Liman. If there's so much food, too much food to go around, why do they have it? He says, you know why they have so much food? Ultimately, for you, your friends, and your chabrusu. Shinamar, as it says, All of the schaira, all of the products, will ultimately, and the esnan, esnan zayna, Right, the gifts of the prostitute, kaidesh l'ashem, ultimately will be used to be kaidesh le'yotzev le'echosim be le'yesh l'fei Hashem yega, yihia, my le'yotzev, which means, as my bubby per, used to say, there's no waste before the Lord. And if people are doing things, even if they think they're doing it for themselves, ultimately. Hashem brings everything into this world to ultimately come around and be used for Kedusha. Everything in this world is meant to be used for holiness. Zoom. Why'd they make Zoom? So we can learn Daf Yaimi. That's it. Zoom doesn't know that. They don't know that. Zoom has no clue. But the reason why Zoom was made is so that the Jewish kids can learn Torah on Zoom and we can learn Daf Yaimi on Zoom. Everything is there. Why? Ultimately to be used for Kedusha. And HaKadosh Baruch is going to show us in the end of days, that this is actually true. This is actually true. Let's finish this off over here. My what does it mean? It won't be stored away. Referring to the granary. It's not going to be treasured. Referring to the treasury. Ultimately, people aren't going to be able to hide these things and lock them up. It's going to ultimately be given for holiness. What does it mean? Because those of you who sit in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what does that mean? Amr Belazar, Belazar says, top of tomorrow's daf. We'll do one more step. This is a person who's makir, his friend's place in the yeshiva. Okay, meaning, says the Rashbam, beautiful. If you know where other people sit in shul, that means you're a shul goer. You're a shul goer. Once you know... Uh, Rabbi El sits over there. Rabbi Jim sits over there. Rabbi Aaron, you know, you're part of the thing. You're part of it. You know what's happening over there. This is somebody who's a person who accepts his friend's countenance in yeshiva. He greets other people in yeshiva. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Just to end off, a beautiful idea just to show the the, the, the to bring around this idea that the Gemara is showing us at the end. The Gemara in the beginning of Avayi Dezart, I heard this from Rebaran Winter, Zechariah Levracha. Rebaran Winter said a beautiful idea. The Gemara in Avayi says that La'asid love on the times of Mashiach, the nations are going to line up in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to receive their reward. All the nations. And they're going to go through, oh, we did this for this. We did this for this. Companies are going to line up. 
Boeing is going to line up and Boeing is going to say, oh, Hashem, you know why we made planes? To bring people to Eretz Yisrael. To, bring, to fly people to Yeshiva to, for heart transplants and for chesed. That's why we made planes. And the construction companies are going to come and they're going to say, oh, give us reward. You know why we built bridges? So that people can, can drive from one yeshiva to another yeshiva. And people could go visit their parents and do kibbutz ava'im. And, uh, and all the road building companies are going to come and say and ask for their reward. And what's the Kodesh Baruch going to say to all them? It's not true. You did it for yourselves. Ask Surabaran Winter, a beautiful kasha. What type of gemara is this? They think they're going to fool God? Is that what it is? He said a beautiful idea. He said no. But in the times of Mashiach, everything is going to be so clear that all the companies and nations of the world are going to say, oh, that's actually why I did it. Because that is the reason why they built it. And everything's going to be so clear, they're going to notice, they're going to realize, Hashem's going to show them, you know why I even gave you the ability to make this technology? For Kedusha. And all of a sudden, they're going to they're gonna realize that. They're going to be like, oh yeah, that's actually it. Okay, let me go get my schar. Let me go get my reward. Look what I did. And they're going to line up for Nakash Baruch Nakash Baruch is going to say, you're right, but you're wrong. You're right that that's the reason why you did it. But since at the time that you did it, you did it with zero intent, I can't give you a reward for it. But really, in the times of Mashiach, everything's going to be so clear that it's all for Kedusha. Everybody, every creation... Is there why? Tyra mitzvahs. That's why. That's why this whole world exists. We'll hold it here for today. Mitzvah will pick up on Matzi Shabbos at eight p.m.